welcome to the Situation Report for April 13th, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. This would have been 2020 or 20 April 12th, but uh, just information is flowing so fast I can't even keep up. It, it's it's amazing how uh, so in the last 48 hours I've just gotten data dump after data dump after data dump. So let me start with the first one. So the first one was uh, this guy named Mike Bell. He's making the circuit through all of the alternative media. This guy supposedly has a doomsday tapes on the money laundering rackets. The Clintons started in New Hampshire first and then rolled out to the rest of the company, the country. And I said before, I'll say it again, every stinky pile of dog shit that has fraud, money laundering, human trafficking, pedophilia, the Clintons have their name attached to it. And almost every single instance where I hear about something, their name's attached to it. I don't know the validity of his claims yet, but I'm trying to get him on the show to in trying to have a conversation with him to figure it out. I'm also working on getting Alex Craner to come on the show and talk through his view of what's going on in Europe because he's in Monaco. I'm doing a show next week with... Um, Kevin McCain, I guess he's got a Discord channel. I don't know him. Um, it was one of one of my uh, channel members that sent his name over, and uh, I agreed to do the interview with him because he's got a Discord channel, and I guess a bunch of people follow him. So I'm going to do a conversation with him and uh, his counterpart on uh, Monday of uh, next week. And then um, Mark Levine covered a story to last night on his his daily show about the money laundering that was done by act blue and the democratic party via unsuspecting donors. And I've heard several iterations of it, but here's the gist of it. About three weeks, four weeks ago, James O'Keefe, when he left project Veritas and started O'Keefe media group, the first story he broke was money laundering it was done on behalf of the Democratic Party through unsuspecting donors. And the way the system works is uh, a, a legitimate um, campaign donor will donate money, typically an older person, to a campaign. And then without their knowledge, their name, address, phone number, and everything else is used for subsequent donations under their name that could total into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's several that are over $100,000. The 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 key here in the conversation is that um, nonprofits like Act Blue and others were funneling money, and I assume it was going from the, the U.S. to Ukraine to FTX to a head fund to Act Blue, and then to all of these different NGOs that were pushing money into all these political campaigns. We saw we saw not only Disclosure about that, but we also saw that the players involved, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and others were using FTX as a, as a funnel, and they were funneling through Silicon Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, and Signature Bank, uh, from what I understand. None of that's been, you know, none of those pieces have been put together, but the, all of the pieces of disclosure kind of lead me to that conclusion. Now, in this case, they would they would funnel money into all these different campaigns. And this is not donor money. This is institutional money that's being funneled into these campaigns. 
while that's going on, you have the cartels, China at all, that are paying off all the officials in these local areas within the swing states to count the votes in the way that they want the votes counted, which is exactly what we saw in November 8th in the 2022 election with Katie Hobbs being installed as a governor in Arizona. And the way the system works is what they're trying to do. And make no mistake, Katie Hobbs was installed as governor at the behest of the elite. And everybody in the Senate and the legislature in Arizona knows it. They all know that Runbeck was a part of the deal. And Ben Toma, the Speaker of the House in Arizona, his brothers sit on the board of the, the advisory board for Runbeck. Runbeck is the guys that print the ballots for the for the election. Make no mistake, the optics say more than his words. And the optics are that he knew directly that they were going to conduct a series of malfeasance to be able to install Katie Hobbs as governor. But let's get to the brass tax. The brass tax is the person counting the vote is the one who has the most power over the election. And everybody that was counting the vote in the MTC, despite what I was told by several senators and congressmen here in Arizona, every single one of them was paid off. And the vote was obfuscated over a 10 to 12 day period. And it came up with just the right amount of votes. It was so close. They're going to do that in every swing state now. There is no pathway for Donald Trump to come back to office. I don't care what the polls say. I don't care what his message says. He let the cat out of the bag when he said, we need to embrace ballot harvesting. That is not going to help. Just like the central bank digital currencies. He who controls the vote is the de facto emperor. He who controls the currency is the de facto emperor. You're not going to, it doesn't matter how much politicking you do, how much money you spend, how many people show up at the poll, at the polls. The only way that we take this back is to have people observing and people that are enforcing on the floor while they're doing the county. And that has not happened in two elections now. And the Maricopa County Sheriff is running roughshod over it. So you know this only ends one way, and that's in gunfire. How it ends or how it starts, where it starts, what starts it, no clue. But we're not taking this back now through legal means. Carrie Lake can do all the cases she wants. They have literally installed liberal judges in the Supreme Court in Arizona to the point where they can push through pretty much any legislation. The next piece that I'm waiting to go forward is some piece of legislation to take away the gun sanctuary state that is Arizona. Katie Hobbs has vetoed 48 bills, including one that would prevent ranked choice voting. Does that tell you anything? They're going to do that in Georgia. They're going to do that in Nevada. They're going to do that in Texas. They're going to do the same shit in Wisconsin and in Michigan. The time for legal recourse, over. Long over. And here's the kicker. There's no place to run to. There's no place to hide. You have two choices now, and only two. One, you stand and fight. Or two, you die on your knees. Those are your choices. I'd love to sit here and say there's all kinds of hope that the White Hats are in the background or the 
the good guys are going to come and Trump's coming back. That's There's no optics to support any of that. There's no moves to support any of that. And I hear this nonsense. People send me nonsense every day. And yesterday, I put a, I, I put a very strong message in the channel that weeded out a bunch of Q-tarts. Let me be very clear about this QAnon nonsense. It's a PSYOP. I've said it was a PSYOP almost two years ago. When I went on Jordan Sather's show for the first time, I said, it's a PSYOP to keep people home. And that's exactly what it did. Now it's a PSYOP to divide all the patriot movement. The only thing those Q-tards bring is division, derision, and conflict. They don't bring anything else because it's a religion now. And the dangerous part of the religion, like bioclandestine and all these hope prophets, the danger part of that is it divides people. It doesn't bring anybody together. It doesn't build trust. And it doesn't answer any questions. Case in point. He bioclandestine keeps posting stuff about how she's a good guy and she's dismantling the deep state and the deep state's on the run. <clears throat> That's not only dangerous, but it's irresponsible. And it's irresponsible for a number of reasons. One, you're telling people that our enemy, and let's be very clear, Anthony Fauci did not send COVID and the COVID vaccines to China to a bio lab without China's CCP approval. You don't do anything in China without the party's approval and full knowledge. If you want to sell software in China, you have to give them the source code. Fauci didn't just go over there and smuggle a bunch of bioweapons over there and then do the research without China knowing about it. China willingly and knowingly supported the bioweapons research for over four years. There is no part of that that makes the Chinese absconded from any responsibility in this. But that's not even the worst part of what Bio is saying. He's trying to say that Elon Musk is the savior of free speech. He's our savior. No, he's not. I've never trusted Musk. I'm never going to trust Musk. The guy is a psychopath, and all you have to do is watch him talk. He's a sociopath and a psychopath. And I say that because of his actions, not because of his words. This is a guy whose profile picture on Twitter, now X, is him in a Satan costume. And the sign of the devil is on his chest. That's his profile picture. And you're telling me this guy is the savior of free speech in America? This is the same guy that used Chinese money to prop up not only Tesla, but to buy Twitter. This guy's completely owned by China. And th that's not even the worst part. The worst part is this guy is the number one defense contractor for space in the United States. He is the biggest constellation of communication satellites in orbit today. You don't think there's a massive conflict of interest there? That's the kind of irresponsible shit that I'm talking about. And it's across the board. I would love to sit here and blow sunshine up everybody's ass and say everything's going to be awesome. Everybody's going to be excellent to one another. Everything's awesome. Things are going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I'd love to say that. 
but I'm not sitting here to call things as I want them to be or the way I see that they should be. I'm trying to call things as they are so people can break through the bullshit and see the reality of the situation. Every single truth organization has been infiltrated by the FBI, the CIA, or some other faction. And these shills show up out of the woodwork. Do you think it's a coincidence that Mike Bell was offered $50 million to stay silent about the fraud and corruption in New Hampshire, and Mike Flynn is now suing the government for $50 million? Do you think that's a coincidence? There's no such thing as random events or coincidence. Everything's a planned event. Everything you're seeing, right down to this kid they arrested today for classified information. So let's break that down so you can see exactly why I'm skeptical and cynical about anything I see in the mainstream. This kid's sitting on his back porch, sitting sitting there reading a book or working on his computer, and all these agents pull up. Does that sound like a kid who was releasing classified information with a bunch of gamers? Then there's the classified information itself. The classified information. And by the way, if I was that kid and I released classified information, I wouldn't be sitting on my deck. I'd be fucking gone like Edward Snowden. I'd be gone. And you're telling me that's a real event? That was a staged event to show three things. Number one, we're in control. Number two, we have the guy in custody. And number three, and most importantly, we could do this to you. That was a staged event. Just like the Roger Stone arrest, just like the Trump arrest. But the classified information that was released outed the lies about Ukraine, the lies about U.S. forces operating in Ukraine, the lies about the number of casualties on both sides in Ukraine. And it outed the fact that we were spying on our allies and that we were manipulating our allies to make them support the Ukraine war. That is called a managed disclosure, and it's being managed so they can out the people that are trying to start World War III and de-escalate. That's what the intent of that is. It is not for any other reason. The fact that this kid was rolled up means they have to show that they're rolling somebody up. And if this is actually true and this kid was dumb enough to do that, then that means Barry, Brennan, and the entire intelligence apparatus was outed by a fucking 21-year-old, which makes them look like complete ass clowns. Complete ass clowns. Either way, the optics for the, for the regime, terrible. And then the other side of the fence is it could just be optics and a distraction because they're out of Trump distraction. Which brings me to these congressional hearings. I routinely get shit thrown over the fence that I need to pay attention to that. Let me get that out of the way right now. I'm not going to pay attention to one more fucking congressional briefing, one more congressional hearing, one more senator talking about anything. They're all completely full of shit. Every single one of them is sitting on their ass, taking money for both sides of the fence, talking out of their ass. There is going to be no felony convictions that come out of any of these Senate hearings. There's not going to be any public action. There's not going to be any public outcry. And for all of the Q-tards that were hammering my email yesterday, let me just help you help me help you. If you think something's going to come out of this, and this is for the 107 crowd especially, for all you dipshits 
that want to message me and seem to think that I give two shits about that bullshit artist, let me help you out. I want all of you to go find just one example in the last 15 years where a congressional hearing has resulted in one high-profile arrest of anyone in the elite. Or, more importantly, where anybody in a key position in the government was relieved of their duties, like Chris Ray. I challenge you to find that. These congressional hearings don't mean anything. They're just white noise. And it's all a coordinated distraction to keep you distracted away from the fact that they're blowing up the food supply, which brings me to the the Texas dairy farm. Dairy farms don't explode. We've been we have been doing dairy farming in this country for 200 years. And 18,000 cattle die in one day from a freak explosion in a dairy farm that makes milk, which is not flammable. They don't use flammable materials to make milk. So you have to ask yourself a very, very simple question. If there's 18,000 cattle that are in a building that cannot make it out from a fire, there's one of two things that's going on there. Number one, this was direct sabotage to destroy the food supply. Or two, and this is the part that I think more likely, that this, and, I, and I'll have to check that. Somebody can check the who owns the farm, because I think that's going to be the tell. Who owns it? Not, not the direct owner, but who's the shell company that's the shell company that leads to Gates that owns this. My guess is they were probably doing mRNA research, trying to, injecting the cows, something went horribly wrong, and they destroyed the whole herd before it got completely out of control. That would be my premise, or it was direct sabotage. There's no such thing as a a spontaneous explosion at a fucking dairy farm. That's like saying an ice cream factory is toxic. Unbelievable. But that's the level of BS that we're dealing with right now. And then that's not even the worst part of yesterday. On Mark Levine's show, he literally walked through five conspiracies, all involving the Biden family and the elite in D.C. that nobody's up in arms about. The most egregious one was the fact that China has bought shell companies to make direct payments to the Biden family for pay for play, and nobody's even talking about it. Not to mention that the scandal involving the voters and the voter fraud and the pain and the donations through shell companies through legitimate voters. That was his first story that he talked about. And he echoed what James O'Keefe was talking about. Then he talked about the Biden family taking direct payments, but that's not even the worst part. The worst part was he was talking about the district attorney working with a law firm that's owned by Chuck Schumer's brother to do the investigation of Trump. That's direct intervention and direct conflict with a, with an election. They're tampering with an election by trying to, they're, they're literally trying to damage the reputation of a candidate. That is, by definition, interfering with an election. Nobody's up in arms about it. Nobody's talking about it. And then there's an assortment of other things going on related to the Biden regime that is, 
not only felonies, but it, multiple different conspiracies that are they're they're involved with. One of which is using executive orders to influence voting, critical race, and other other sexualization of children as well, all at the same time, while, while they're doing all this malfeasance. But the quintessential moment of the entire day is that Joe and son, you know, the crackhead, go to Ireland, and in the middle of a briefing with two other senior leaders in the European community, he barks out, I'm going to plant a tree. That's like right in the middle of a speech with Putin. He says, Albuquerque. At what point do people realize this guy is dead? He's gone. There's no brain function there. He holds a sippy cup. He's not in charge. Oh, God. It's unbelievable the amount of bullshit. But the part that that's that I reacted to yesterday, and the part that gets under my skin is I don't mind having a conversation with somebody and I don't mind being wrong. What I do mind is the constant and sustained disruption by people who cannot put their differences aside and realize their religion is not everybody else's. I get you believe in Q. I get you believe in 107. I do not. And I've, I have told my admins that we are not going to fuck around with any of these Q-tards that come into the, come into the channel and want to sit there and argue like this one moron yesterday is like, well, I'm not going to take my advice from somebody who got fooled by the vax. Okay, first of all, you never listen to my channel because you're a fucking moron. And second of all, and I know you're listening too, you fucking shill. You never listened to my channel. You would have heard me say all the way back to 2020 when this started that this is a complete fucking lie. If you're gonna if you're gonna try and argue, at least come mentally prepared. You came to a battle of the wits completely unarmed. Go back to fucking reading, reading goat porn, fucking moron. That's what I deal with every day. And if this is bad, it's bad enough to deal with that. But worse is every single time one of those idiots gets into a channel, they blow up the channel. There's a lot of good people that are listening to not just me, but Troop, and to and they're watching the OSINT channel because we're trying to put out content so people can critically think about what they're seeing. That's the whole point of the channel. But now, after November 8th, it's all about getting ready for what's coming. And I guarantee you, a good portion of the population is going to be completely shocked when things start to break down quickly. Because it'll be a slow burn until it's just a, a rapid dissension. That's how it always goes. And we're watching it happen before our eyes. I mean, literally, it's happening before our eyes right now. There's no, there's no part of this conversation where this ends well for the U.S. It literally is a, a conglomeration of traders that have sold out this country for 20, 30 years. Murdoch's one of them. So Bannon called out Murdoch in the last week because he was married to a Chinese, a Chinese operative, a spy, like, like Eric Swallowswell and everybody else who got caught up in Fang Fang, which I think she died in a plane crash, by the way. Go figure. 
he is just one of many in key positions and key key parts of our culture that has been compromised by China way back when. He was married to this gal for a very long time. Diane Feinstein had a Chinese spy as a driver for almost 30 years and knew it. They compromised our country long ago. This this concept, and where I'm going with this is this concept of this cabal, this satanic cabal, and this other nonsense that's being pushed. Show me where the evidence lies. Because you're talking about a group, it's just like the cartels. The cartels don't get on the phone and say, okay, we're going to take northern Mexico, you take southern Mexico, we'll funnel through California, you funnel through Texas, and we'll all be good. It doesn't work that way. If you watch, if you watch the, the show Narcos, and you see how the cartels were developed first in the cocaine business back in the 80s, and how Pablo Escobar ruled all of Colombia for a number of years, you will see very graphically that that whole business, you live by fire and you die by fire, and they no two cartels get along. It's, all, it's a constant land grab and power struggle. You're not going to get them to sign a treaty to work together. The Chinese will come in and make deals with both sides of the fence and work both sides of the fence as a proxy, which is what they're doing. They're using one to do fentanyl. They're using another to human traffic. They're using yet another to do disruption operations. There's a variety of different things that the, the cartels will do for whatever profit motive they're seeking at the time. But make no mistake, China's leveraging all of those cartels in different fashions. doesn't mean that they're working together. It just means they are working with China as well as the, the U.N., as well as other NGOs that are contracted by the CIA and others. They're busing. There's 100, it's like 15 or 150 bus. I can't remember the exact number of migrants. They're busing to the border every single day. This onslaught and this invasion of migrants is not about bringing more Democratic voters into the country. This is literally about diluting the population and prepping for some kind of genocidal event, whatever that looks like. They're basically bringing the calves to slaughter is what they're doing. Now, if you look at some of the other indicators, somebody sent me monkey work stuff yesterday, and I watched part of his, his, his update. He was talking about how the Northeast and Southeast right now, they're literally doing aerial surveys. You only do aerial surveys when you're either getting ready for kinetic operations or you get for some major operation where you're going to lock the, the the entire population down. My guess is they're prepping for the next pandemic that's going to kick off this fall, and they're doing all the preparatory work so they can put all the forces in places to be able to do that. I'll bet some of them will be Chinese or UN forces. You mark my word on that. The point is, is that there's something coming. You can see it building. The indicators are there, so now's the time to get ready. And you can hide your head in the sand, but that's not going to help you when, when things kick off. And the whole point of this channel is to help you break through that and get ready for what's coming. I'm not trying to anticipate what's happening. I just know how it's going to go. I saw it happen graphically in, in Iraq. When they, went out, when they ran out of gas, that place blew up. And we had to get fuel rolling quickly, otherwise we're going to lose the country. That's how bad it was. You think the same thing's not going to happen here when people run out of money, food, or gas? Come on. 
We're armed. They were armed. I saw what that looked like. First, people are going to go after each other. Then when the dust settles, then they're going to go after who did this. And that's going to be the politicians and news people and everybody else. That's how the game's played. That's, that's exactly how it went in Iraq. And to be honest with you, I'm not going to be involved in that fight. It's a useless effort. Which is why I keep telling people to prepare for your community, to defend your community and your family. And the bellwether in all this to watch, watch Brazil. Brazil is the bellwether. Just like Sri Lanka is the bellwether for the CBDCs and the control grid. Look at Brazil. The military could have seized the day in December. They could have stopped all of this shit from happening. But they didn't step in at all. And you have to ask yourself why. Because Bolsonaro flew to the U.S. with his head between his legs. And there is no white hats or magic magic pixie dust that you can spread on that to make that situation any different than it is. Brazil is being turned into a communist country as we speak. They're allowing criminals to go into people's homes, commit commit murder, and they're not being prosecuted. But if one Brazilian citizen lifts up arms to defend their family, they go to prison. That should sound vaguely familiar to what's going on in this country right now. That should sound vaguely familiar to the George Soros group of DAs that are not prosecuting hardcore criminals. They're prosecuting average Americans, which should sound very familiar to the fact that the FBI, DHS, and DOJ are trying to prosecute average Americans as white supremacists and extremists. Are you starting to see the bigger picture? China is behind every single bit of this. They are our, our enemy. And when I see irresponsible shit from bio-clandestine and the rest of these fucking morons, that's what sets me off. Because it make, should make your blood boil. The fact that the DOJ, the checks and balances in our government, were dismantled by Barack Obama, Eric Holder, Susan Rice, John Brennan, Clapper, Hayden, and the rest of the malcontents in the Obama administrations. And they were aided by everybody in Congress and everybody in the Senate. Should make your blood boil. But instead, what do I hear? Everything is awesome. Yay, oppression. Yay. My God. Let me reiterate something. There's no place to run to on this planet. There's no islands. There's no, there's no, you know, forest that's deep enough. If you look at what happened in Australia over the weekend, so there was somebody, one of my admins forwarded this, uh, this Twitter post that this gal did. She was growing food to support people in her community because the, the, they're feeling the pinch in Australia. And the people are not able to afford food because it's so expensive down there now. Somebody came into her land in the middle of the night and spread salt into the soil. So she can't grow in that parcel of land anymore. The middle of the night, somebody came in. You're going to see that shit here. They're going to bring that shit here. It's going to happen in Canada first, and then it's going to start happening here. Just like the food production plants and everything else. These people are still on their mission which is why you have to be 
dialed into protecting your community. That's the only way we're going to make it through this. Which brings me to the empathy conversation. People completely missed what I was trying to say about empathy, so let me clarify it. The whole point of saying empathy and love are the two biggest tools we have in our tool set to defeat these people is for two reasons. Number one, empathy allows you to hear people and meet them where they are and communicate with them on an equal basis so that you can actually find common ground. Number two, empathy allows you to differentiate between people that are knowingly going along with things because they don't care and people that don't know where to look for information and don't know what to do. Those are two different profiles. And the pro, the previous profile, you don't want to deal with them. If they're just going along to get along, all they're going to do is suck your resources and they're not going to do anything to help out. But the, the people that are looking for information, there's a lot of them right now, they don't know where to go for a source of truth. They just want somebody to point them in the right direction. They don't need your 20-minute diatribe of how Q was put in place by a bunch of white hats that were going around classified information to tell people what was really going on and they're going to come save the day and Trump's going to come back. Nobody wants to hear that shit. What they want to hear is, go to this place, this is good information, go to this place, this is good information, this is a reputable place to buy from, these are the things you want to have on hand, and if you have any questions, go here and this will answer your questions. That's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear your 20-minute diatribe about your religion that's now a cult. And if you have empathy for where they are, you'll be able to talk to them. Because when you start screaming at people, conversation over. You're not going to get anywhere. Just like you're not going to get anywhere with somebody when you start going down a rabbit hole that they don't know anything about. They're going to stop listening quickly, which is what I do every single time I run into one of these Q-tarts. It's like devolution, guys. How much of that shit's panned out? And if you, I, I challenge all of you that want to challenge me about devolution, go back and watch my interview with Patel Patriot. And you will see me say very, very succinctly, the enemy gets a vote. Trump is doing this, and he's protecting himself out of self-preservation, not because of a higher cause. And these are theories. These are not actionable intelligence items. Go ahead. Go listen to it. It's not me saying that you're wrong. I don't believe any of that. It's just me saying the enemy gets a vote. These are just theories. And once you start into conflict, the moment the first bullet goes downrange, you throw the plan over your shoulder. Case in point, when he was talking about it, he did a whole article about this quote-unquote Chinese whistleblower, this spy. Nobody, nobody that I've talked to across the government, people I know in the system, know anything about that guy. Or if it was real, or what happened to him, or who owned him. That's your tell right there. When you build the premise, premise of a theory based on things that you can't prove, your theory can be blown apart, which is exactly what happened to Liz Harris. Liz Harris was cordially disinvited from the House and being a representative because she made the cardinal, cardinal the biggest error and broke the cardinal rule 
of any kind of disclosure. You got to have the information available to back up your claims. And when this gal was marched into the Senate and started dropping plutonium bombs, that was not going to work out well for her. Because at the end of the day, she couldn't prove any of that. They made all of these assumptions based off of research that they did at the law firm without subpoena power. Now, the only proof and tell that they could prove, and again, they kept saying, we're going to release a book, we're going to release a book, we're going to release the book and then do the, uh, then do the testimony. That's how that should have gone. But the tell there is they called out the fact that Doug Ducey sold his house for $2 million over asking once he took the governor's office. There's your tell right there. That was his payment from the Sinaloa cartel to open Mesa Gateway, or at least from the elite or somebody in the elite, the institutional money, the belly button behind all of Mesa Gateway to get that project started because that was Ducey's baby while he was in office. Now it's opening the border and institutionalizing cheating and voting, which is what Katie Hobbs is focused on, not to mention sexualizing children. That's your tell. So that brings me to the question of what should you be doing right now? I'll tell you what you should be doing right now. Number one, you should be making human connections in your, in your community. Number two, you should be replenishing the supplies that you used or broke or have worn out right now. And number three, and most importantly, spend time and live your life. Disconnect from social media and go do something that's productive. And when you need to research, do research. You've got to step away from this. People are too close to this. They're too close to their belief systems. They're not willing to see the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is there's a lot of things converging all at once to a culmination point. You need to be ready for the culmination point and accept the situation you're in when you find yourself in it and then start making decisions. If you're prepared, that will be easier. That's the best thing you can do right now. Today, I'm going to end with a little twisted sister. A little, we're not going to take it because I think that's appropriate for today. I also, you know, it's pretty much how I'm feeling. So I think that's a good song for this. The way we get through this is each other. Unity is the hill we die on. We have to come together. We have to put our differences aside. And people need to stop attacking one another because they don't believe in your religion. They don't have to believe in your religion. They don't have to like you. You just have to work together. So get the memo on that. And the last thing I want to say is Terminal CWO released information about warrant officers having their promotions revoked. And I lost my mind over that because that is that is dereliction of duty by officers. And if you saw my true social post or my post in, in Telegram, uh, I'm speaking directly to the field grades and the general officers that are still on active duty. You have a moral obligation to defend and mentor and grow your soldiers, your sailors, your Marines, and your airmen. And if you are not willing to stand up and fight for promotions, which is the 
fundamental thing that we use to retain people in the military, that you don't belong in the uniform, you don't deserve the rank, and you're a fucking coward. And if it were up to me, I would shoot you for dereliction of duty because we are in a wartime environment and you are degrading the capabilities of the force, not to mention you are going against the tenets of our military, which is your job is to mentor and grow your soldiers to be prepared to prosecute wartime missions in the event of war. And we are in a state of war right now, whether it's declared or not. And if you don't have the balls to stand up and make sure your soldiers are promoted, you should resign today. You are a disgrace to the uniform. My God. Again, that's why I'm going to play Twisted Sister. So here's Twisted Sister. God bless. One team, one fight.